1: Uh, So we have an amazing show for you, everybody. Amazing show. We have four brilliant contestants. They are backstage right now discussing if it's too late to get into Game of Thrones. And soon they'll be up here playing some fun games. And one of them will be our big winner. Our special guest is uh, Taylor Schilling. Yeah. Taylor Schilling is the sixth person from Orange is the New Black to be on our show, making our show officially the after show for Orange <laughs> is the New Black. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Schilling stars in a new movie called Family. She plays an aunt that bonds with her niece with the help of hip-hop duo Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Uh, But if you don't know, Insane Clown Posse is a hip-hop hardcore duo. Their style of music is called Horrorcore, and they're known for elaborate live performances, which is how I would describe Passover with my family, (laughs) who I also call the Insane Clown Posse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah. Once again, this is the time where I have to mentally justify the vast difference between what I think I deserve from my son and what I think my mother deserves from me. And I will admit that when my son was small, like a little tiny baby, I did not always have help, and sometimes I wanted a glass of wine. And so a couple times I did just strap him into the baby Bjorn, and I went to the bar. That's what I did. I know, technically not drinking alone. Thank you. Thank you. Most people were cool with it. Brooklyn, most people were cool with it. One guy, I remember, was giving me the stink eye, and I was like, I'm gonna say something to this guy, and I just went up to him, and I went, I'm sorry, but this is my service baby, okay? This is my emotional comfort baby. I happen to suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder from having a baby. All right, let's play some games, everybody. Our first two contestants will play a game about podcasts, or as we called them when I was a kid, yelling into a microphone alone in a room. <laughs> Let's meet them. First up, Laura Hernandez. You're a sales coordinator for a fashion showroom. Okay, so is there anything that's come by that you're like, no one's going to wear that. That is the most ridiculous thing of all
2: time. So many things. Yeah. So many things. And it's like, I'm not even going to show it to the buyer because it's just... Awful, and they come in, and they love it, and they order it. (laughs) What's an example? Just, like, really high-waisted bell-bottoms, but, like, in very interesting prints.
1: Loud prints.
2: Yeah, like the 70s, like, Craigslist couches patterns, yeah. Oh my god, I
0: love yeah.
1: I love the pattern of a Craigslist couch. <laughs> That's
0: kind of my jam, I'm into it.
1: I know, it's like a couch that is better than something you'd put on the street but not good enough to
0: give it to someone you like. That's right. The couch you frame and put on a wall when you're done sitting on it. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. Alright, Laura, when you ring in, we'll hear this. Your opponent is Abby Grant. You are joining us from Chalk Hill, Pennsylvania. Yes. Thanks for coming all the way. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, And you're a quality analyst at a health insurance company. Okay, are we talking customer support
3: quality? More so reading medical records to make sure people are completing things they don't really want to do, like mammograms and colonoscopies. The big trend right now is the cola guard where you submit the stool sample in a box. So, <laughs> yeah, if, if you pooped in a box in 2018, I probably know about it.
0: <laughs> in my situation, Abby, it was totally secret, and there's no way you could do It's it for a different thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, Abby, when you ring in, we'll hear this. Lauren Abbey, whoever has more points after two games, will go to the final round. This word game is called The History of the World According to Podcasts. You are going to mash up the name of podcasts with historical figures.
0: For example, if we said this public radio trivia show exclusively asks questions about works by the author of The Old Man and the Sea, you would answer, ask me another Nest Hemingway.
4: See what happened there?
0: Seasy, squeezy.
1: So the podcast always comes first in the mashup. Let's go. Terry Gross interviews her third choice of ancient Greek philosophers because her bookers couldn't lock down Socrates or Plato. Laura. (laughs) American Aristotle? That's so interesting. That is incorrect. Uh, Abby, can you steal Fresh Aristotle? That's right. Fresh air and Aristotle put together.
0: Four former advisors to President Obama turn their attentions from current politics to a new historical friend of the pod. The guy who's the reason why the landmass we're on is called America. It's a uh, political podcast. The hosts include John Favreau. Yes, Abby.
3: I know the podcast is Pod Save America.
0: So far, so good.
3: <laughs>
0: the guy who's the reason why the landmass we're on is called America. All right, I think I have, to, I have to go to Laura. Laura, do you know the answer?
2: America's Vespucci.
0: So we need the, we need the whole thing all together.
2: I completely that. blank on the podcast. <laughs> so.
0: Well, what we're looking for is Pod Save America is the podcast and Amerigo Vespucci. So you would say... Pod Save Amerigo Vespucci. Of course. A traditional Italian <laughs> blessing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On this NPR podcast, host Hannah Rosen and Elise Spiegel explore the unseeable forces behind the mysterious disappearance of the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. Laura?
3: Invisibilia
1: Earhart? Yeah, that's close enough. We were looking for Invisibilia Melia Earhart. That's right. Perfect. Well done.
0: A podcast about how the internet and technology affect modern life devotes an episode to when the Lord Protector of the Commonwealth deleted King Charles I's account. So this is a a Gimlet podcast hosted by Alex Goldman. Somebody knows. (laughs) It's named for what it's called when you respond to everyone on an email. Mm-hmm. And the person? Oh, yes, Abby.
3: Reply all.
0: Uh huh.
3: I don't know the name of the person.
0: Okay. Uh, I have to go to Laura. Laura, do you know the answer?
3: No. <laughs> we
0: we're looking for reply, Oliver Cromwell.
4: Oh. Uh... <laughs> oh, they're so mad.
0: <laughs> This is your last clue. Move
1: over, Jad Abumrad and Robert Krolwich. The first second lady and the second first lady of the United States is taking over to remind listeners that all men would be tyrants if they could. I know, it is a speed game. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, the podcast. The show is produced by WNYC, mainly focuses on science and is known for its sound design. The person, <laughs> she was John Adams' wife. <laughs> that is all I have.
0: <laughs> you guys had never heard our show before, have you? <laughs> no.
1: No, this is the only show they listen to. Yeah, maybe this, is it. Maybe this is
0: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the podcast we were looking for is Radiolab, and the person is Abigail Adams. Making it Radiolab, Abigail Adams. Great game. It's a tie. Next we'll play a game about wild animals And human celebrities It's a mashup up cinephile zookeepers Have been waiting for their entire lives <laughs> We're going to play you two sound effects One is an animal, one is a celebrity Together they hint at a two-word phrase
0: For example... Plus... I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. So the first clip was a bird. The second clip was Nicolas Cage. So the phrase we're looking for is cage.
1: Oh. <laughs> right? That's a good example. That's great. Here's your first pair of clips. My
5: darling, love,
1: Plus... Uh, here's a hint. This phrase is also known as a Yankee swap gift exchange or Abby. White elephant. White elephant. That's right. It was Barry White plus an elephant. You are correct. Okay. Let's see if you can get this one. Plus.
2: Laura. Shaggy dog.
1: You got it. Yeah. This one's a little bit tricky. Plus, Do you believe
3: in life after love?
1: Abby Lionheart, Lionheart. Yes. Oh, that was great, but not what we were looking for. Okay, Laura, can you steal Lion Dion?
3: Den <laughs> Lion Den. <Lion>
1: <laughs> like Celine Dion. That was share. so we were looking for Lion share. Okay. <laughs> Here's another tricky one.
3: Busy Tonight starts now!
1: Plus. <laughs> Abby? Busy B? Busy B, that's right. <laughs> the first clip was of Busy Phillips, and then of course... Mm. The sound of a bee.
3: This is your last clue? To the little darky boy who played the Tennessee flat top boxes, he would play.
1: Plus. Abby. Cash cow. Cash cow, that's right. That was Roseanne Cash and the sound of a cow. Wow. After two games, Abby will be going to our final round. (laughs) Coming up, we'll find out who will face off against Abby in the final round, and I'll talk to Taylor Schilling, who stars in a new movie called Family. And in Orange is the New Black, the final season comes out this year. I'm going to ask her if they're finally going to let everybody out of jail. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. (laughs) Support for this podcast and the following message comes from ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes. But today, hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. Then ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com another. Ask Me Another is made possible by Airbnb Experiences, who wants you to reimagine your bucket list. Whether you're home or traveling to a place you've never been, the same question always seems to come up, what should we do? It doesn't have to be that hard. Airbnb experiences are one-of-a-kind activities hosted by passionate locals in more than 1,000 cities, all vetted for quality and created for the curious. That's you. Check out airbnb.com slash experiences to learn more.
3: Every day you wake up to that long to-do list. Up First gives you the latest news in about 10 minutes, so you feel all caught up on the world while catching up on your life. And hey, don't forget to walk the dog. Listen to Up First every morning from NPR News.
0: This is Ask Me Another NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Trivia. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now, here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. It's time to welcome our special guest. She stars as Piper in Orange is the New Black and in the new comedy movie, Family. Please welcome Taylor Schilling. Welcome to Ask Me Another Taylor. Thank you for having me, I think. Oh you're my great. god, it's such a pleasure. So I just have to start by saying I read that you went to grad school at NYU.
2: Yeah. But you
1: dropped out. Yes. now did you drop out because you were like you know what I've learned I've learned it all
2: I I know everything about acting (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm a master yeah or did you have an opportunity where you're like I need to work no I did not have an opportunity I actually was just talking to a friend of mine about how I wish I could like harness the person that I was I must have been 22
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and I was like I have a problem with the way this institution is run (laughs) um (laughs) Something isn't right from the top down. No one's listening to my voice, so bye. But actually, it worked out for me. I left to babysit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had no, no money, No, I had a fellowship. They were paying me to eat. Like, I don't know who <laughs> I was um, to leave that program. Um, and still, I look back on it as some of the best work I've ever done. In fact, I'm taking all of the month of June to go back and study with a teacher, and then I left <laughs> 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. I'm going back. I'm taking a clown class.
1: A clown class? Yeah.
2: Why yeah. clown class? Um, I constantly feel inadequate, and I'm constantly like, how can I be better? And so, clowning is, it's really beautiful. It's like going back to complete innocence and... There's something um, about the lack of artifice and the bold physical choices that it requires that really kind of like shake me up. Yeah, no, like, I is mean, is that it's still terrifying there inside of me? It? Yes, it's absolutely terrifying. And I think it can only happen with master teachers sort of teaching it. No,
1: but that's cool. I like. I'm sure that um, teacher too was very flattered.
2: Yeah. That you got in contact with him. Oh, no, I think he's like, you need to come back to
1: class. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, of course he would say that. So this is the final season of the Netflix show you star in, Orange is the New Black. It's coming this summer after seven seasons. And it is amazing to think that Orange is the New Black revolutionized how we watch television. I mean, it was only the third Netflix series to drop this way. Yeah. But I read that in the beginning, Netflix didn't like anyone using the oh, terminology binge. yeah, 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 binge. yeah,
2: yeah. they thought that it had connotations to eating disorders sure. and negative things. So we got trained to not use the word binge. And if an interviewer would say binge, we would say, no. <laughs> You're able to watch the show at your leisure. <laughs> Whatever pace you enjoy. No, you are in charge of your own experience. (laughs) You're not binging. (laughs) It didn't work. And then what I thought was so funny was that the next season or two seasons later, we were at some event for the opening of the show and they had hashtag binge on Tupperware containers and they like had too much catering. It was so... I was like, you guys, right. like, there's a gray area. There's a middle ground. So they had like... So everyone could take home extra food and essentially like sit on their couch and binge eat, a, I guess. In a bowl that said binge on, on binge. it. yeah. They, they had to go to extremes to find their sweet pot, but which they, is life, you know, that happens. It's yes. Being a human
1: did embrace it. They did. (laughs) So, in in the new movie, Family, you play a successful workaholic, career-minded woman who uh, has to reluctantly babysit her niece. Mm -hmm. You're brought in, and at some point, your character finds herself at a gathering of the Juggalos. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. Now, for those who don't know what Juggalos are, can you please explain it? Oh, so um, there's this band called ICP. Yes, Insane. Insane Clown Posse. Mm. And they are a hip-hop duo that paint their faces like angry clowns. (laughs) And sing to uh, groups of people who also have their face paints. It's like angry clowns. Uh, a trademark of their community is um, Fago. Yes. Yeah. So it's spring orange soda on each other. They do it from the stage. They do it from the audience. And um, I, I didn't know much about Juggalos, but I have a much deeper understanding now. It's a community. And it is a beautiful movie, in my mind, about feeling marginalized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's tons of movies
1: out there about um, men, male characters that are workaholics... Uh, completely married to their jobs, career-driven, and then they're put in a situation where they have to become
2: nurturing. Yeah. But we don't really actually
1: see a lot of female characters you know, it's, like it, that.
2: Absolutely. And I think it's an interesting thing because the movie is not about a woman finding her nurturing side right. via a child. It's about a human coming to embrace themselves through their own outsiderness and being able to embrace a child's outsiderness, And... What I thought was so radical about it was that there was no apologies made for the fact that this woman does not value domesticity. She has no interest in it. I mean, culturally, we don't value her values as a woman. Right. Um, Would judge her choice. But also, there's this other thread of it that I thought was so interesting was that we do value workaholism. The working is covering up this sense that she doesn't belong. And then in meeting her niece... And this little girl who wants to wear suits and capes and fight with trees and becomes eventually a juggalo, she loves her so much that she's kind of able to um, accept herself and love herself and not need to change. Right. And not, it's not about her becoming a mom. It's about her saying, oh my God, there's room for me in the world, just the way I am. And just like there's room for my little... My little juggalo. <laughs> Just like there's room from my little the juggalo within all of us. The, yeah, she, she embraces the juggalo <laughs> within.
1: All right. Taylor, would you be interested in playing an Ask Me Another Game? I sure would be. All right. So, you know, Orange is the New Black helped popularize the idea of binge watching. Yes. Obviously. So, which is watching a bunch of episodes of television <laughs> at your own pace. <laughs>
2: At your leisure. At your leisure,
1: <laughs> creating your <laughs> you own... You define your own experience. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we do now. Yeah. So this got us thinking, what else could you do with all that time? Oh, gosh, this is a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, so we created a quiz called Binge Time, and if you do well enough, listener Joy Shi from Rockville, Maryland, will win an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. Oh, God, Joy, I'm with you. So I'm just going to ask you, which of these things takes more time? Okay. And you're going to guess. Okay, that's cool. It. Okay, so which of these things takes more time: watching every episode of Orange Is the New Black, or driving from Orange County, Florida, to Orange County, California, with no
2: stops? Uh, <laughs> um, I'll see. Driving. Oh, uh, watching the show. That's correct. Watching the show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Orange is the New Black takes about three days, six hours to watch six seasons, 78 episodes, versus it takes one day and 13 hours to drive across the country.
2: So, I could feel it. I knew I was wrong. Yeah. Good. Well, course corrected. Uh, uh, I I like that it
1: takes one day and 13 hours to drive across the country. I don't know if you ever do this on Google Maps. Sometimes I'm like, how far is it to get to Atlanta? And then I'll just go, how long would it take to walk? (laughs) Just to know. (laughs) Just to know. Like, if it all fell apart and I had to walk to Atlanta, Atlanta. yeah, how many granola bars? Yeah. Okay, what takes more time, sitting on your couch, eating pizza, and binge-watching the first season of Killing Eve? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or, I know, just exciting thinking about that, isn't it? (laughs) I know. Or the total time it takes to prep and bake croissants, according to the great British Bake Off judge Paul Hollywood's recipe? Um... Baking. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Baking. Croissants take seventeen hours. What? You could walk to Atlanta. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> Which includes you have to chill the dough overnight. Oh, that you
2: have to refrigerate. Yes. Yeah, killing
1: takes six hours. Yeah. But I argue more delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I concur. <laughs> okay, what takes more time? Watching every episode of Law and Order SVU or I know why why would you do that or washing all the windows of the Empire State Building
2: oh god yeah
1: it, it, it both sounds in, intense oh. just intense SVU Interesting. I'm sorry oh. that it's incorrect. Imagine this—it's the Empire State Building. SVU has been out for 20 seasons.
2: How can it not be? How can? How long does it take you to wash it that takes many about, windows? It,
1: it, it takes four months to wash the Empire State Building, according to a window washer who was quoted in the New York Times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One but guy how said, "How does that. it ca- Like, how do they count it? Do they take breaks? Is it in shifts?" How many people are washing at once? Th- these are three people are washing at once, according okay. to. I don't know what I the still union think rules I, are. I, I needed more information <laughs> okay. before I made that decision. True. True. With the right team, <laughs> with the right true. team in place, that's right. It would take less time Thank than you. watching twenty seasons of television.
1: That's true. It takes two Good weeks to watch God. SVU.
2: With no like no, no breaks. breaks. Yeah.
1: Wow. This is your last one. What takes more time watching all of Wings, the 1990s sitcom set in the Nantucket Airport, or the minimum flight time required to qualify for a private pilot's license?
2: (laughs) I feel like things are so innocent then. Remember Wings? I know. Life felt so much simpler. So sweet. Um, You know, let's throw caution to the wind and use our reckless intuition. Yeah. Um... By going with by going with the flights, cool. Oh dear! Wrong wings. Yeah, wings is correct.
1: <laughs> to watch all the seasons of Wings, it would take two days and fifteen hours. If you want a private pilot's license, forty hours. No. Yeah. That's
2: terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs>
1: And part of me is like I should become a private pilot. Like yeah. there is that part of me, too. <laughs> like
2: get on my plane. I'll take <laughs> you down to Atlanta. Exactly. I you got your back. You don't have to walk. <laughs> you don't have to walk. You've got me and my 40-hour license <laughs> to take you up in the air. All right.
1: Congratulations, Taylor. You enjoy. She want asking of the Rubik's cubes. <clears throat> Taylor will be back later in the show to play another game. Give it up for Taylor Schilling, everybody want our next special guest to play for you, follow Ask Me Another on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our next game is about things stuck inside U.S. states, like the time I got stuck at the McCarran Airport in Las Vegas, where the only thing less likely than hitting a jackpot is your flight leaving on time. Let's meet our contestants. First up, Eric Hood, you're joining us from Utah. That's correct. Wow, Good. Fantastic, yeah. And you're a singer and professor, and you teach a class called Voice Pedagogy. What is that?
4: Uh, I'm basically teaching people how to be voice teachers. So I guess I'm teaching myself out of a job. Right, I mm-hmm. was going to
1: say. And after that, they all say, all right, we are going to become voice teachers. Yeah. Goodbye, sir.
4: Exactly. Then I tell them they're not good enough, so they don't take my job. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then do you offer a level two? Exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. got it. It's a
5: pyramid scheme. It's really. a
1: pyramid scheme. <laughs> Eric, when you ring in, we'll hear this. Your opponent is Leo Jones, and you're joining us from Philadelphia.
5: Yes, nice. I am.
1: This is this is a uh, a lot of people have traveled for the show. I appreciate that. You're a computer programmer for Comcast, but you used to work for the Treasury Department.
5: I did. I did. Why'd you leave? I wanted to use technology that wasn't still stuck in the 1980s. <laughs> Wanted to use something maybe, you know, a little bit more, you know, advanced. So the
1: Treasury Department doesn't have enough money to upgrade their computers?
5: Well, I didn't work in the Treasury Department proper. I worked in, like, a bureau that handled the tax refunds, which is even worse. Oh, no! (laughs) We're getting all the money, right? But, yeah, yeah, technology-wise, the government is a little stuck in the past.
1: Okay. Leo, when you ring in, we'll hear this. Remember, Eric and Leo, whoever has more points after two games will go to our final round. It's time for a word game about geography. That's right. You can't leave. We've locked the doors. (laughs) This game is called Inside the States. Every answer is a state and a word that can be found in the state's name.
0: For example, if I said, there's a poem of tribute inside the ocean state, you would answer, an ode in Rhode Island. Because the ocean state is Rhode Island, and a poem of tribute is an ode, and the word ode is in Rhode Island.
1: Here we go. It's illegal to show an R-rated movie at a drive-in theater, according to one regulation in the state. But at least you won't have to pay any sales tax at the box office.
5: Leo. Delaware.
1: And then the word within it.
5: Oh, God. Where? Where? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Delaware, <laughs>
1: <laughs> close but not exactly. Eric, can you steal
4: law in Delaware?
1: Law in Delaware. That's correct.
0: <clears throat> this state is kind of full of itself. Maybe because Crater Lake is the nation's deepest, or because it's got a city bursting with quirky culture and Etsy bead shop owners. Mm-hmm. The end of a famous trail. Eric So I think the state is Oregon
4: So far so good Mm -hmm. And the other part of the question Which I totally remember
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) The state is kind of full of itself
4: Yeah So it is um, Reg
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so close Eric But it's incorrect Leo can you steal Oregon and ego Ego in Oregon that's right I like how you guys are softening it up for the other one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a team effort. Yeah.
1: In the heart of Dixie, you'll find Huntsville's U.S. Space and Rocket Center, a sweet home to conduct experiments. Eric. Uh, A lab in Alabama. Yeah, that's right.
0: Live free and rock out in the Granite State where Ronnie James Dio was born, and you can boost the electric signal into a speaker. Eric. Amp in New Hampshire. And how. That's correct. Wow.
1: All right, now now we're cooking with fire.
0: If you're going to a fancy Churchill Downs horse race with Queer Eyes Tan France as your date, you'd better make sure the front of your shirt is in your pants. Eric. Tuck in Kentucky. That's right.
1: All right, this is your last clue. Do you hear what I hear? That's the name Tar Heel, and it probably comes from the vast pine forests housing this state's millions of Christmas trees. That's a lot of sticks for the little drummer boy. Eric.
4: Carol in North
1: Carolina. You got it, that's right. All right, great game. Eric is in the lead. Ask Me Another is hitting the road. Our next stop is Nashville, Tennessee, the bachelorette party capital of the United States. So if you're made of honor, loves public radio, why not down some jello shots and come check out our live taping at the Polk Theater on May 23rd. Info at amatickets.org. Coming up, Orange is the New Black's Taylor Schilling will come back to play another trivia game because the only way to make bail in this public radio trivia prison is to answer more questions. (laughs) I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Smile Direct Club. Let's get something straight: your teeth, the ones you cover when you laugh or hide whenever someone breaks out a camera. Smile Direct Club straightens your teeth with invisible aligners sent directly to you. Go online and book a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops, or order an at-home impression kit. They'll email you a preview of your new smile. Get one hundred dollars off at SmileDirectClub.com/podcast. Offer code ANOTHER. Support for NPR and the following message comes from Rothy's. Rothy's are the everyday flats for life on the go. Stylish, versatile, fully machine washable, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Best of all, there's zero break-in period, thanks to their woven design, seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles. Plus, Rothy's always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. Find out why BuzzFeed called them their forever shoes at rothys.com another.
0: This is Kenny Malone from Planet Money. Now, maybe you've heard there is a new Jeopardy! champion, James Holzhauer. He's been racking up record daily winnings. He is also sort of my brother-in-law. On Planet Money, we are gonna ask, what makes Jamie so great? No, seriously, what is James doing that makes him so much better than everyone else? Subscribe and download Planet Money. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now, here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Before the break, we met our contestants Eric and Leo. Eric, you have
4: a puggle. Mm Mm-hmm. His name is Murphy.
1: Murphy. Uh, But sometimes you call him by another pet name.
4: Uh, Well, he's like the kind of cute that's very ugly. Yeah. So I call him ugly. (laughs) In a very loving way.
1: Yeah. how How does that go over in the real world? Uh...
4: Often not well. Uh, (laughs) Recently, I was letting him out into the backyard. It's fenced in, so I let him do his thing. He was taking forever, so I opened the door, and I just yelled, Hurry up, ugly! And uh, I saw a small child walk faster. (laughs) (laughs) And so I tried to yell out. I was talking to my puggle, but... (laughs) He was too far away. And so now I, like, worry that they drive by my house. Like, that's the man who thinks I'm ugly.
1: (laughs) Uh, Leo, you used to be the president of a community garden, but you resigned.
5: I did, Too much work. Yes, because you, in, like, a volunteer nonprofit, if you're in charge, you end up doing pretty much everything. Everything. Yeah. Uh,
1: And now you're getting into gardening, though. Yes.
5: I never gardened while being the president of a community garden because I never had the time. So now I'm learning, like, you know how to grow tomatoes Mm -hmm. and they are the most impressive but take the least amount of work people are amazed by you know the bounty but i really just go there every other week and just make sure they're not like dying
1: that's the perfect relationship with the plant i would say yes so this is a music parody game called odes to
0: codes we have replaced song lyrics with different types of codes Ring in and tell me what code we're using, and if you can get that right, you can earn a bonus point by identifying the original song or the artist who made it famous.
1: Eric, stay in the lead, and you're in the final round. Leo, you need to get more points, or when you publish your webpage, everything will be weirdly off to the right, (laughs) and you won't be able to figure out why. (laughs) Ring in to answer. Here we go.
0: So when you're near me, dot, dot, dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. When you're gone Dot, 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 dash, dash, dash Dot, dot, dot Leo Morse code Morse code is correct And for a bonus point Can you name the song or the artist that made it famous I cannot That song was S.O.S. by Abba Okay, thank you You're welcome (laughs) Here's your next one Romeo, Echo, Sierra Papa, Charlie, Tango Romeo Echo Sierra. Take care, Tango Charlie Bravo. <laughs> Leo.
5: I was like, the military code? Military alphabet?
0: Yeah, we could take that. That's called the NATO phonetic alphabet, is what it's yes, Yeah, we'll that. take that. For a bonus point, can you name the song or artist? SOS? <laughs> That's no, a weird guess to make based on what the answer to the last one was. It was stuck in my head for some reason. No, that was uh, respect by Aretha Franklin.
3: Okay.
1: I got to say, also, does anyone else do this? I call up, you know, customer service situations. Sometimes the phone line is not great, and then I have a weird name, and they always want to know your name, and then they will say, spell it to me. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like if I just spell out my name, so I try to use the phonetic alphabet to spell it, but I forget what everything... I forget what it is, so I just start making it up and it becomes bizarre. Right. Like ostrich, pinecone, <laughs> hairnet. Hepatitis. <laughs> exactly.
0: Rah-rah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to 8943360647581071420767052741073360199349785860440121207979117 oh, 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 Eric, latitude, longitude? Oh, that's a really good guess. That would have been a good one to do, but no, that's incorrect. <laughs> good, great. Leo, do you have a guess? Um Fibonacci sequence, which is not a code, so no. I'm sorry, that incorrect. Those were zip codes. Okay. Oh. And that was uh, Johnny Cash, I've been everywhere.
1: I feel like if I wrote that song, it would be like 100003, 100004, 100005, 10019, 11217. <laughs> like super boring. <laughs>
0: I've been hardly anywhere. <laughs> I've just been in this one place I'm on the R line Barely outside this borough Don't like to go to Queens Okay, here's your next one At first U plus one F622 It makes me U plus one Yeah, F600 At worst I feel bad for a while but then I just U plus one F six zero
4: zero. Eric. Like uh, international codes, phone codes, area codes, oh, national I'm codes. Sorry, that is incorrect. Great. Leo, do
0: you know the answer? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Those are Unicode emojis. <sighs> that's what yes. I meant. I know. Deep I cut know. everybody. Yeah, deep yeah, cut. That's intense. And that of course was Smile by Lily Allen. Okay, this is your last clue. I'm going to 816, 816, here I come. I'm going to 913, 913, here I come. They got a crazy way of loving them. I'm going to get me some. Leo. Area codes. Area codes is the answer. That's correct. And for a bonus point, can you name the song or artist?
5: I swear I do listen to music. I, to- I totally I believe you. Know. This is a
0: weird context in which to yes, hear songs.
5: For I, sure. I and I also love your voice. Oh,
0: thank you so much. But I don't know the answer to that. That's <laughs> not. I still can't give you the point. But <laughs> <laughs> that was Kansas City by lots of people. Okay. Uh, Ophira, how did our contestants do?
1: Leo did amazing in that second game, but Eric still came out ahead and is going to our final round. <laughs> While Abby and Eric get ready for the final round, it's time for us to play another game. Please welcome back our special guest, Taylor Schilling, everybody. All right, Taylor, Jonathan Colton. Yes. Jonathan Colton, Taylor. Hello. Hello. Taylor, you and Jonathan Colton are going to team up for this quiz, which is called oh, Notorious and Eponymous. I'll ask you multiple choice questions about peculiar things named for people. And you can consult each other to come up with the answer. Okay. Okay, here we go. In 1561, a diplomat introduced tobacco to the French court, eventually leading to its widespread use in Europe. His name was Jean what? A. Nico. B. <laughs> Hookah. Or C. Cigarette.
0: Okay. Jean Hookah. <laughs> Sounds extremely unlikely. <laughs> hookah oh <laughs> 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 Jean, Jean, if it were hookah <laughs> it was a French right. but it's not it's uka, uka. yeah, yeah. Uh, and what was the other one Cigar- it,
1: it's nico
0: nico uh, like,
2: nico what does that have to spell, do with the, like the subject C O T.
0: well like nicotine Right. Oh, oh, nicotine oh, oh, was oh. named
2: nico- Nicotine. Nicotine? Nico, as in nicotine. As or, in nicotine. No, 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 just call me Nico. I've got this. And as in nicotine. And cigarette as in... Pep sounds goofy.
0: Well, see, that's sounds I'm going to let you go no, with well, this you, one. I was gonna it say sounds silly. It sounds goofy because that's a, cig- a cig- cigarette is a small cigar, so there's yeah. no way they named a cigar after a larger version of it that doesn't I make I agree sense. with you. So we're going to go with Nico, I
1: guess? Nico. Yeah, you're right, Nico. Yes. Woo! Jonathan, you were right. Jean-Nicot's name gave us the word nicotine. In 1866, a British naturalist in Trinidad noticed a creature known as the millions fish. He sent samples to a museum in the UK, and this fish is now commonly known by his last name. His name was Robert Lechmere, what? Robert Lechmere, A. Swedish, Robert Lechmere, B. Minnow, or Robert Lechmere, C. Guppy?
0: The Swedish, the Swedish fish,
1: <laughs>
0: which they saw everywhere. The candy that everyone saw I everywhere. Think, I
1: think the right answer is not on here. I think it's the fortune teller. You know, the <laughs> oh, the,
0: the thing the that curls up effect. in your
2: hand. Oh, I okay. love those. I, love I need one. I need some answers.
0: <laughs> which, well, which do you think is more namey, minnow or guppy?
2: They both sound silly. They <laughs> do, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Guppy. <laughs> Mr. Guppy. <laughs> It's Guppy. pronounced gu-pay. Guppy. Guppy, <laughs> Mr. Guppy, <laughs> Mr. Minnow. Mr.
0: Minnow. Guppy sounds right. Guppy sounds Guppy sounds right. Guppy.
2: Yeah. Guppy. Yeah, it's Guppy. You're right.
1: Yeah. Yes. You're right. <laughs> All right, in 1880, Irish farmers wanted an estate manager to lower their rents to help them survive the potato famine. When the manager refused, the farmers retaliated by refusing to interact with him in any shape or form. His name was Charles Cunningham, what? A, picket, B, embargo, or C, boycott. (laughs)
2: Uh, I <laughs> it just sounds, this is so funny. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> embargo sounds bananas it as sounds a last It sounds bananas. Charles Cunningham, like Embargo. Embargo. embargo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of, you know, espionage. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a spy. <laughs> it sounds like a spy. <laughs> embargo. Uh. Embargo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> embargo picket?
2: Pickett Picket sounds right. Pickett sound- Picket sounds what? He's like a name. A- boycott. Or boycott. Yes. Boycott. Actually,
0: that, that actually feels like that actually, could be a name.
2: Actually, boycott now that I feel it in my mouth sounds right.
0: It sounds namey. Boycott. Okay. Sounds like Prescott, right?
2: That's right. You're right. Yeah. Charles cutting Boycott. There we go.
0: This is going great. We're doing yeah, a great job. We're
1: a great team. All right, this is your last clue. A 19th century acrobat pioneered performing in a skin tight One Piece that showed off his <laughs> kick and bod. His name was Jules Watt, A. Singlet, B. Leotard, C. Spandex.
0: Okay, okay. That's not Singlet. It's
2: not Singlet. It could be. Don't you think it's? I mean, there's a potential for that. There's potential, but I
0: think it would be a weird coincidence that it's a one piece and his name happened to be Singlet.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's fair.
1: Right, like it all finally came together for him in that one moment. <laughs> He's like, oh my
0: God, I know what I must do.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think it leaves us with leotard.
0: Leotard, what was the other one? Spandex. It oh, can't be spandex. It
2: can't be, spandex. watch it be spandex. It's, I'm going
0: to be so mad. Guppy. But I don't,
2: I don't feel like it's going to be spandex.
0: Leotard sounds right.
2: His name was Jules Leotard, yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: Good job. And that guy also invented the flying trapeze. Yeah. Wow. In really? 1859, there you go. Jules was active in circus arts. That's sure right. Was. Hey, Must you, have been. You go to your Yale guy with that little tidbit. Yeah, yeah you show up. lot. Singlet?
2: <laughs> no. no. Leotard. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Flying trapeze. <laughs> Jules.
1: Jules Leotard.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, thank you for playing with us, Taylor. Uh, Taylor Schilling stars in Orange is the New Black, and her new film is called Family, Taylor Schilling, everybody. Thank you. It's time to crown our big winner. Let's bring back our finalists. Eric Hood from Utah, where he runs a vocal training pyramid scheme. (laughs) And Abby Grant. If you put in a box in 2018, she knows about it. Eric and Abby, your final round is called Spin Cycle. I'm going to give you a movie or TV show. You give me the original movie or TV show it's spun off from. Our big winner will receive an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube signed by Taylor Schilling. We rolled a 20-sided die backstage, and Eric is going first. Remember, you tell me the original TV show or movie these spinoffs come from. Here we go. Eric, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Mr.
4: Rogers' neighborhood?
1: That is correct. Abby, the originals. Don't know. We were looking for the vampire diaries. Eric, Mayans MC.
4: Uh, ancient aliens. <laughs> Good guess.
1: The answer is Sons of Anarchy. Abby, beauty shop. Barbershop. That is correct. All right, Jonathan. We have just begun. What is the score right now?
0: The score is tied at one to one.
1: Fantastic. All right, Eric. Creed. Uh, Rocky. That is correct. Abby, get him to the Greek. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That is correct. Eric, grown ish. Blackish. That is correct. Abby, Rob and China. Keeping up with the Kardashians. That is correct. <laughs> All right, we're halfway, Jonathan.
0: Well, we are still tied
1: up at three points each. Feels like it. Eric, The Hills. The OC. Close. We were looking for Laguna Beach, the real Orange County. Abby. Daria. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea that was a spinoff. I, I don't know. We were looking for Beavis and Butthead.
0: <laughs> Whoa! mine's blown
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric Go, Diego, go
4: Stop, Diego, stop
1: <laughs> Good idea Very close uh, We were looking for Dora the Explorer Abby, minions Despicable me That is correct <coughs> Okay, we only have a few questions left What's the score, Jonathan?
0: Well, with that last question, Abby pulled into the lead 4-3 to three.
1: Okay, Eric The Facts of Life.
0: Three's Company.
1: Good guess, the answer is Different Strokes.
0: Here's the situation, the score is four to three. Abby, if you get this question right, you win the game.
3: Abby, The Jeffersons. I know the song goes moving on up. I don't think that was a show though. Um, Three seconds. Family Matters.
1: Sorry, that is incorrect. The answer is All in the Family.
0: Okay, you each have one question left. Eric, to stay in the game, you have to get this question right, and Abby has to miss her question.
1: Eric, The Simpsons.
0: Tracy Allman Show.
1: That is correct.
0: Eric, you've just tied it up, but Abby, if you get this question right, you win the game.
1: Abby, The Legend of Cora*. Three seconds.
3: I feel like this is a Tim Burton thing. I, I don't know. No, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't think that's right. But Good guess. The answer
1: is Avatar, The Last Airbender. So we have a tie. Here's your tiebreaker. Better call Saul. Eric. Breaking Bad. That is correct. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric. And that's our show. Ask Me and Others podcast drops each Friday, so listen and subscribe. Our house musician is Jonathan
0: Colton. Hey, my name is anagrams to Thou Jolt the Cannon.
1: Our puzzles were written by Jamie Greenberg, Carol Lee, and Scott Ross, with additional material by Karen Lurie and Ashley Brooke Roberts. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal. Ask Me and Others produced by Mike Katziff, Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seicho, and Ramel Wood, along with Steve Nelson and Anya Grundman. We are recorded by Damon Whittemore, Noriko Akabe, and David, Hurtgen. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm Harriet Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. <laughs> Hello Nashville, Ask Me Another's coming back to Music City. Join us on May 23rd at TPAC's Polk Theatre for an evening of nerdy games, trivia, and comedy, plus a cavalcade of music stars, country royalty Carlene Carter, and songwriter and actor Trace Adkins. You won't want to miss it. Tickets and info at amatickets.org. This is NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, we're joined by comedian and master impressionist Jay Farrow, who gives us his best impersonations.
3: Ah, uh, well, generations of Americans have responded with a simple crete. Yes, we can. So join me,
1: Ophira Eisenberg, on Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions.